Thank you for joining us for the broadcast of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. We are located at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're so glad you've tuned in. We pray that today's message is truly a blessing to you. If you desire prayer, our ministers are available to pray with you. Give us a call at 803-776-1238 or call us toll free at 1-888-776-1238. Today, Pastor Daryl Jackson continues the 60th year Diamond Jubilee series with the message titled, Unthinkable Good Things. Word from the Lord this morning. Amen. Y'all have to pray for me. My son, Antoine, told me at the church, he said, Dad, you preach mighty hard. And you sure you got something left? In other words, he was saying, old man, <laughs> how you feel? <laughs> I had to remind him, Deacon Lovkin, I was preaching hard before he was born, but I know it. Uh, thank God so much for the anointing. The anointing not only breaks the yoke, but then wisdom tells you to take a nap after church. Amen. <laughs> so I thank God for both the anointing and wisdom. There's a word from the Lord today as we continue this series, the Diamond Jubilee Sermon Series. 60 years. Someone give God a hand of praise for 60 years. Consecrate, elevate, and celebrate. I said to the church this morning on watch night service when God gave us this theme, God reminded us and I shared with you that God says it is not a time to high five each other. It's not a time to pat ourselves on the back and says look what we have done. But this is a time to reflect over how good God has been. And as we reflect God says, consecrate ourselves, elevate, which is to be prepared to do even more, and then celebrate what God has done. This is the Lord's doing, <laughs> not Bible way. It wasn't Bishop Jackson's doing. It's not Pastor Jackson's doing. It is God's doing. I've reached a point in my life where I'm convinced that God can find anybody to do what I'm doing. In fact, Jesus told them, if you hold your peace, the rocks will cry out. Amen. And I'm just grateful that God has allowed us, you, me, all of us, to be here to celebrate and to worship. Are you grateful that God has allowed you to worship here today? Amen. Two passages of scripture that we want to share with you in this Diamond Jubilee series Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, New King James Version. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, New King James Version. Let me just make sure. Do I have time to preach this? Uh, I, I know post-COVID we've been kind of spoiled. <laughs> we, we, we appreciate getting out a little earlier. Amen. Uh, but, but somebody look at somebody and say, don't go to sleep yet. Amen. God, God has something for you in this message. Listen to the reading of these two incredible 
New Testament references. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, Paul writes these most inspiring words. Now to him who is able. I want to pause there for a moment. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, this same Paul writes, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things somebody say the things the things which God has prepared for those who love him and the church said amen before you sit down we want to bless these words into your spirit the subject for today's message is this unthinkable good things before you sit down just wave at someone on either side and say good things wave behind you and say good 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 things clap those hands give God a praise on uh, August of last year in fact August 28th of last year 2022, Hallmark Channel aired what is called a mahogany series family movie featuring three incredible African-American women who were friends. They were supporting each other at various crossroads various challenges in their lives. The movie was called Unthinkably Good Things. It was the movie Unthinkably Good Things. Now, when I saw just the title, even before seeing the movie, I said to my wife, this would make a great subject for a sermon. I just changed the word unthinkably to unthinkable. So I immediately began praying, began asking the Lord for guidance. Because what the movie was based on was women who had so many challenges part of their life, they had come to the conclusion that perhaps they weren't deserving of any good things happening to them. Somebody say the devil is a liar. <laughs> How many of you know that God still has some good things with your name on it? So as I began to ask the Lord for guidance, the first thing uh, that the Lord led me to do as uh, any student would do with an assignment 
is to define the words. Define what you mean when you choose certain words. And so the word unthinkable that we chose for this message went to Merriam-Webster's dictionary and found this definition and see if it means anything to you. Unthinkable means not capable of being grasped by the natural mind. <laughs> Something so great, so good, that it cannot even be grasped or conceived. I'm preaching to somebody now. By the natural mind. Then I went and said, I need to confirm that and looked uh, at dictionary.com, see what it had to say concerning this word unthinkable. And it defined the word unthinkable. Somebody help me say unthinkable. As listen to this, inconceivable, unimaginable. <laughs> Something that cannot be conceived or imagined. <laughs> Whew. Unthinkable. The movie said unthinkably. But this word unthinkable is something so powerful that it cannot even be conceived. I'm going somewhere. Or imagine. Then I thought, as any research project would do, perhaps get, get, get something else uh, to confirm or substantiate what you're trying to prove. And I said, I need synonyms. I need words that express this word. So I went to WordNet uh, Dictionary and began to look for synonyms. And I found words such as incredible. <laughs> I'm talking about your God. Unbelievable. To describe the word unthinkable. And so as I thought about this, Deacon Marlin, and put all of this together, the one thing that kept jumping out of my mind, the one thing that I saw was a common thread in this word unthinkable is this, is that when used, it was used to describe something that is beyond ordinary. If it's ordinary, it is not unthinkable. <laughs> I'm going. So I said, anybody can do ordinary stuff. Amen. You may get lucky sometimes and do some good ordinary stuff, but only God whew, can do the unthinkable, the unbelievable, the always incredible things that only as we say, but God. <laughs> Has anyone in here had a but God testimony in your life that you know the only reason you are still 
here. Only reason you survived the storm was but God. Now, I know some of you are sharp and strong and got all kinds of credentials and you, you, you think you're all of that. But the fact of the matter is, all of us have had a point in our life that if it had not been for God that was on my, now don't y'all fool me now. Anybody ever been so sick? It had to have been God. So broke, it had to have been God. So confused, almost lost your mind, but it had to have been God. This close to a breakdown before the breakthrough. Somebody shout, but God, but God. Has anybody ever had those unthinkable, unimaginable, unbelievable moments in your life that when you sit back and look where you had come from, you had to give God your best praise because God made a way. Oh. But God, but God. Somebody help me declare, but God. Beyond ordinary, something that only God could have done. Not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit. Say, anybody got a but God testimony? Anyone got an incredible, unbelievable, unthinkable testimony that God did for you, nobody else could do for you? You owe God. One, throw your head back. Open your mouth from the depths of your belly. Look at somebody and say, don't you just sit there. Because if you don't have a testimony yet, praise God for my testimony. Praise God for what God has done. Open heart surgery, but God made a way out of nowhere. But God had a stroke. Oh, my God. 
things. Good things. Good things. That only God could woo, have done. Woo. Most people been through what you've gone through, Rose, would have lost their mind and lost their joy. But when I think of the goodness of Jesus, thank you, Mother Mazeline, and all he's done for me. Somebody, oh God, a 22nd, but God, crazy kind of praise. So, I found my energy back. (laughs) Antoine, this old man got a little energy back. (laughs) When we speak of unthinkable good things, we're talking about something good that God has done that is far beyond Ordinary. Somebody said, well, God help me pay my bills. Anybody can help you pay bills. <laughs> but God kept you sane when you had no money <laughs> to pay your bills. Now, that's a miracle that you didn't lose your mind when you lost everything else. Oh, let me preach this. In these two incredible text references, Paul, the author of both, writes this, these two references found in two separate epistles. One to the church in Ephesus, one to the Corinthians. Although they were in different locations, They had very similar testimonies. They were first century believers, which meant that they were going through something. I said to the congregation this morning at 8 that in order to really appreciate a text, you have to spend time in the context. As a young preacher, I used to just preach the text and did not really put it together with the context matters. Amen. Where you live and what you're going through when somebody says something to you matters. Such is the case with these two references. First century New Testament believers being persecuted, harassed, Nero and other persecutors of the faith. They did not have the luxury and the pleasure to worship God in peace and splendor and beauty. They did not own or had opportunities to go to great houses and places, temples of worship behind stained glass windows, soft cushioned pew seats, and give God a half-tepid praise when they felt like it. (laughs) They had to praise God under difficult situations. So when they said, I'm a believer, Admit that you could lose your life. 
When they said, I will bless God at all times, it meant that when others see you, it could be the last time you praise God. It meant that you had to look at your loved ones sewn up as the great Jewish historian Josephus says in his Antiquities of the Jews that you looked as your loved ones were being persecuted and dying before your very eyes. So it meant something to be a believer. It wasn't, it wasn't hard to imagine that many of them were on the verge of losing their faith. When your faith may cost you your life, it makes you re-examine your faith. It makes you think that I've got to stand up for something that means something. So Paul writes these epistles to New Testament saints. Uh, contrary to what many of you think, Paul was not writing to you in 2023. In fact, Paul didn't even have you in mind. God did, but Paul didn't. And so Paul oftentimes in his epistles makes it personal as we would preach about next Sunday when he writes to Timothy and says, I remember the faith of your grandmother and your mother as he did when he writes to the Corinthians and say, if there's confusion in the church, don't bring that to church. Take that stuff home. Paul made it personable to them. Such is the case to these New Testament saints. Paul writes to those uh, Ephesians, and he writes in chapter 3 and verse 20. He writes about the power of the resurrected Jesus Christ, the man that you're putting your faith in, the one that, in fact, you put your life in his hand. Paul writes about the power of the resurrection. First thing that Paul points out in this one verse in chapter 3 uh, of the book of Ephesians is that we serve a God that is able. <laughs> uh, now, see, that's why context matters. People who are not going through anything, that doesn't mean anything to you. And that's why when we hear, we go, hey, praise God, praise God. <laughs> God is able. Yeah, saints, God is able. <laughs> but when your life is about to be extinguished, when you don't know if you can survive another worship service. When somebody tells you, stop praising God or lose your life. Somebody say, I'll kill your entire family. When Paul writes, God is able. That means a whole lot more. Anyone in here know God is able? Perhaps Paul had Ah, uh, Pastor Francis Williams, the example of the three boys known as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. See, everybody, anybody can say God is able when there is no fiery furnace with your cute self, with your old dressed up shiny shoes, pretty dress, fancy hairdo, and $100 nail self. 
God is able, Pastor. But what happens when it costs your life? What happens when they say, if you don't bow to our music, we're going to put you in the fire of furnace. Three young men says, for the record, we will never bow to your music because we know the God we serve is able to deliver us. And in case God doesn't do it, we still know that God is able. This is a good time, brother musicians, to put a God is able support. Wave your hands and say he's still able. Even if he doesn't do it, he's still able. I know he's able. I know he's a way maker. something that God did that only God could do. God is get on the devil's nerve and jump to your feet one time and say God is able So God, what is he able to do, Paul? What is he able? <laughs> the truth is, Mac, everyone is able to do something. Hey, Amen. Somebody, you, you know, people ever ask you for stuff and you don't have enough to help them, and they say, well, just do whatever you're able to do. <laughs> Everybody's able to do something. But Paul says, make no mistake 
about it. God is able to make some good things happen in your life. He is able to do exceed. <laughs> oh, God, let me try that once again. Look at somebody say, you are able to do something, but you can't do what God can do. <laughs> See, I know some folk think they're all of that, but they cannot do what God can do. He's able to do exceedingly uh, Let us put these words in the atmosphere again. God is able to do it. Say it loud. And see every demon on your job. Ooh, every demon in your family. Every demon that comes up against you needs to know that you serve a God that is able to do it and up. <laughs> Which means he's able to do more than what we expect. And what others expect exceedingly abundantly means he's able to do infinitely as new living puts it more than what anyone expect and so if man can pay your bills God can get you totally out of debt <laughs> If men and women can make you happy, oh, I, let me save, somebody say save that, Pastor. I'm, I'm getting hit. He, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above all, here it is, we may ask, oh, here it is. Here it is. And I said this morning, there are people who don't mind asking. We serve a God who says you can't ask enough because more than you can even ask, I'm able to do more than that. But here's the part that mats our subject for today. And more than we can think, God has the power to do infinitely more than we can ask or think, which means without limits. Did you get that? Because it, see, if you understand that there are no limits on God, that there's nothing you can ask God that's too hard for God. There's nothing uh, that you can think about that God can't do even more than that. There are absolutely no limits to what God can do. And listen to how Paul puts it 
in the second text reference. 1 Corinthians 2 and 9, Paul quoting Isaiah chapter 64 and verse 4, which Isaiah the prophet writes in Isaiah chapter 64 and verse 4. What does Isaiah write? He writes these words that I want to quote to you in the New King James Version. He writes this. He says that God, is, listen to this, God can do a lot more than what anybody can ask or think. And he says in the last part of verse 4 of Isaiah 64, to those that wait <laughs> on him. And so it doesn't just happen. You've got to have the patience to wait on God. Now, this same Isaiah wrote earlier in chapter 40, you know that verse, right? But they, let me preach to this kind of church. I think y'all go to Sunday school over here. But, but, but they that wait upon the Lord shall, in other words, if you wait on God, God can make it happen. I'm just want to know, is there anybody in the house that's in between blessings, but you refuse to give up because you serve a God that you know can do far above the ordinary and you're just waiting on God to come through. You've decided to praise God in advance, knowing your blessing is on its way. Give God your best praise. Listen, listen to what Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Paul wanted these faithful believers to know that the Lord has some unthinkable good things with their names on it prepared for them. Can you receive that? That God has some things for you that eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it entered into the heart or the imagination of man what God has prepared for you. So look at somebody and say, neighbor, get ready for the next move of God in your life. Some things that you can't even ask for or think about, God has already decided that I'm going to do. I thought about this and I said, Lord, I don't want to talk about materialistic things only. I don't want to finish this message thinking that I'm just talking about houses and cars and jobs and hookups and new relationships. Ah, look at it, shake your head and say, no. See, anybody can help you get those things, but God can help you get three incredible, unthinkable good things. Can I leave you with what they are? Look at somebody and say, this is only God. Only God can give you these three 
incredible good things. Number one is this. Super natural Ooh. peace. I'm talking about sleep good at night peace. I'm talking about nobody gets on your nerve peace. I'm talking about a peace. Talk about me as much as you please, but the more you talk, I'm going to bend my knees. I'm talking about a peace. I don't care what they say about me. I'm talking about a peace. I don't care what they try to do to me. I'm talking about a peace that only God can give you that in the midst of a storm, you know that everything is going to be all right. Somebody shout peace. Listen to what the scripture says. Philippians 4 and 7. The peace of God which surpasseth all understanding. See, I, I am not talking about ordinary peace that just make you take a, a good sleep every now and then. I'm talking about sick, broke all kinds of stuff going on in your life and you had not worried one bit because you know that you're still in the master's hand. I'm talking about saying God is a healer when you don't know how things are going to turn out. A peace of God that tells you everything is going to be alright before everything is alright. A peace, a supernatural peace that guards your heart and guard your minds through Christ. Do anyone want that supernatural peace? Look at somebody and say, get it. Get, just expect God to have for you one of the incredible, good, unimaginable, unthinkable things that God can do for you is a supernatural peace peace. You go to work tomorrow and nobody knows how things are going to turn out and you go, hey everybody, everything is going to be all right. And they say, you have lost your mind. How do you know that? Because I serve a God who knows how to make it all right. Somebody help me shout supernatural peace. Second key, incredible, <laughs> second key, unthinkable thing that God can give you is this unspeakable. Ooh, somebody just got it. Unspeakable. See, there's a di I don't have time. Maybe before the month is over, Regina, I can do this. You got to understand the difference between a praise and joy. You, you, you got to understand the difference between a celebration and joy. See, celebration is what you do when you feel up to it. But joy is what you have in you all the time. Joy, unspeakable joy. Like a river, you wake up in the morning with joy. You go to bed with joy. Joy is not always jumping up and down. But joy means I've got a settlement in my spirit that I still feel good no matter what I'm going through. Somebody shout joy. Somebody shout joy. This joy I have. The world can't take it away. 
Look at somebody say the world didn't give it. World, tell somebody you can't have my joy. They may break up your family, but they cannot have your joy. They may fire you from your job, but they cannot have your joy. Anybody still have joy after all you've been through? After all the things I've been through, I still have joy. Don't fool me now. I need about 100 folk to stand to your feet, wave your hands, and say, Lord, I thank you for this unspeakable joy. Uh, full of glory. Somebody say joy. Joy. Anybody got joy? Unspeakable joy. If you got joy, hold your head up high. If you got joy, stop walking around moping and mourning. Act like you got the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is mine. Is my strength. Here it is, the third and the final <laughs> Ooh, unthinkable good thing that God has for you. Stand to your feet, everybody. We're done. Is this amazing? <laughs> Look at somebody and say, neighbor. I have some amazing grace surrounding me, in me, over me. Grace is the unmerited favor of God. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I see favor all over your life. Leave your seat. Walk around. Wave at two or three people and say favor. Say favor. Favor in your house. Favor with your health. Favor on your job. Favor in school. Favor when you're looking for a job favor all over your life. Anybody want to help me give God some praise for his amazing grace, which is the favor. 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 Tell somebody I see favor coming it's coming. Can I prophesize? Can I predict? Can I declare? I sense in my spirit somebody in here is about to be blessed with the favor of God. Meet me at this altar. Leave your seat. Run down those aisles and say, Pastor Jackson, I praise God. Touch and agree. Touch, agree. Thank God for favor. Thank God for joy. Thank God for peace.
thank God for peace. Thank God. Good to see you, brother. Brother Hagray, good to see you. Thank God for the favor of God that is on you, in you, surrounding you. Something is about to happen that is an unthinkable. Touch and agree. Doreen, favor, favor, peace, joy, peace, joy. Somebody say joy. Give God a praise in advance. Holler in advance. Scream in advance. Something great! Something! 
listen. Lift those hands. Listen to what Paul writes. Paul writes again, he says, now to him who's able to do exceedingly <laughs> abundantly above all that we may ask or think. But listen, here's how it ends. According to the power that works in us. One more thing I need you to do. I need you to look at someone and say, neighbor, the power is already in you. all over this place. Now here's what I need you to do. This is your final assignment for this week. It is real simple. Here it is, don't miss it. Look at somebody and say, expect great things. That's your assignment all week. <laughs> I need you to wake up in the morning say I expect God to do something I expect my daughter to be saved I expect God to turn my family's situation alright I feel the anointing in here somebody listen you know what God told me late last night? I should have been in the bed. God wouldn't let me sleep. And God says, for this message, for this situation, tell them this. Their assignment is to expect me to do what nobody else can do. I don't know about you but I'm expecting great things for my life for my family for my situation for my career 
for my health. Woo! <laughs> I'm expecting anyone in here is expecting great things from God. Late last night, God said to me, the difference between those who want a miracle and those who will get a miracle is that those who will get it expect it. <laughs> they have enough faith to believe that God is able to do the unthinkable. <laughs> Excuse me. Look at, look at 60 years of ministry. Look at 1963, 13 people with nothing but faith and a dream. And 60 years later, whew, God did it. Bishop Jackson will say, I told you so. <laughs> Ooh, uh, You've got to believe that God can do what only God can do. Listen, this past weekend, many young people graduated from college. Some of you are in here today. Give God a hand of praise. Here is your assignment. Expect God to do great things in your life that only God can do. Look at someone and say, I'm expecting great things. Amen. Listen. Worship with us. Somebody and say great things. Ooh, say I'm, I'm expecting great things. Miracle is on the way. I'm expecting great things. I'm expecting great things. Oh, great things. Oh, in my life. been listening to the worship service of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. 
Our worship services are open to all at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, just off Interstate 77 between Shop and Bluff Roads. We will continue to air our services here on the radio. We are also streaming live on our website at bwcar.org, on Facebook at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, and now on YouTube. Our streaming services are available live on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you missed any of our services or want to watch them again, you can get them on demand on any of our social media channels. We invite you to stay in spiritual fellowship with us. To place your order for a CD or DVD of today's sermon titled Unthinkable Good Things, please call us at 803-776-1238. Reference sermon number 050723. Again, that telephone number is 803-776-1238. Sermon number 050723. May is Worship and Arts Month at Bible Way. Join us for Worship and Arts Day, Sunday, May 21st, as Pastor Daryl Jackson ministers at our 8 a.m. worship service and Bishop Marvin Sapp ministers at our 11 a.m. worship service. We praise God for the testimonies of those who have received Christ and now have a deeper relationship with God as a result of this ministry. To sow a financial seed into this ministry, you can give online by clicking the link on our website at bwcar.org or you can give right from your mobile phone by texting BWCAR and your giving amount to 73256. You can also mail your gift to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, Post Office Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations are being accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. We thank you for your continued support of this ministry. At Bible Way, our mission is to know God, to love, and to serve. <laughs>